Hello and welcome to It's Third Down, an NFL podcast brought to you by three fans from the UK. I am Adam, the Bills fan. Hello. Joined, as always, by Adam, the Titans fan. Hello. (laughs) 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 And we also have Dan, the Ravens fan. Hello. Are we, is it going to be like a weekly thing? The, the further we get into the season, I think the longer the pause is going to get. Dan was trying to think of something funny to do and then just went with the hello. That's no, I was just waiting to see how long I could leave it for before it got <laughs> awkward. Fair. No worries. We are at the end of week two. Are you good? Yeah. Good, good, good. So we're at the end of week two. Uh, we are looking ahead towards uh, week three already. 11% of the league is done, boys. Um, that that sounds that sounds horrible. It feels like it's going far too quick. I know statistically that is right because there's only uh, 18 weeks of a regular season. But yeah, it, 11% of the season is done already. Um, I don't like that. It will soon be off season, no, and we'll soon like be that. we'll soon be twiddling our thumbs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> awesome. So uh, <laughs> we will be um, looking back at week two. So our teams have played their games. Titans hosted the Chargers. Bills hosted the Raiders, and the Ravens had a trip to their rivals Bengals. Mm-hmm. So I am incredibly excited about excited about this week. And um, I really, really want to talk about the Bills. However, there is another game which I think pipped, uh, out of our three, there's one which definitely pipped um, what happened. So obviously Chargers were quite um, the favourites for their game. However, I'll hand it over to you, Adam, to talk about how your team got on. We, we beat them. We did it. Go team. <laughs> we did, we did um, the win. <laughs> yeah, so Titans with an overtime win. 27 to 24 um yeah obviously after last week i was a bit miffed it was it was boring i wasn't into it and you know this isn't a complete flip of that i'm not saying titans are now incredible but as you said charges were the favorites going into this game i in our just in our group chat i predicted a low scoring titans losing to a high scoring charges and it didn't play out like that we did all right um the main thing which kind of got us there was Tannehill turned up this week Mm -hmm. Um, awesome yeah compared to last week which was his worst out in in a titans uniform ever yeah the less we talk about last week the better um obviously you want your players to bounce back quickly um Mm -hmm. And he did that. And so just some stats on Tannehill to start, because I think it just kind of shows how we ended up winning this game. Um, Mm -hmm. So passing attempts, he was 20 for 24. So 83% completion, which is good. Um, 246 Mm -hmm. passing yards. So he surpassed last week's by about 50. Um, Nice. That's cool. A passing TD... We had no TDs last week, so we're already on to a winner. Um, a rushing TD himself. He, yeah, that's mad. Yeah, he just just ran it. <laughs> the bloke tows a caravan. Yeah. 
it's not that bad. Um, yeah, so that was obviously good. No interceptions. He had three last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and a rating of 123.3 compared to 28.8 nice. last week. So he bounced that back really good. big time for, for what we needed this week. Um, okay. Especially as... So O-line, it's dodgy as is, but we had no Peter Skoronsky, mm-hmm. who something to do with his appendix so he's had a an appendectomy i don't know what that is <laughs> i could have looked just, it up just had his appendix removed basically oh okay so yeah that's him that's happened to him so we lost him don't know how long he's going to be out hopefully i don't know what normal recovery on that sort of thing is but we didn't have him so yeah olan was still dodgy but the difference was tie-ins ty- Tannehill looked like he was maybe just trusting them a bit more. So we still mm-hmm. did give up five sacks. Not ideal. But the difference this time was Tannehill did have more time other than on those plays to work with. Um, mm-hmm. And through a couple of times, a 70-yarder to Burks, which travelled 62.2 yards in the air, which so far according to what I read, is the longest pass in the NSL. NSL? Oh, my God, I can't speak today. Longest pass in the NFL so far this season. Nice. Nice. Um, which you wouldn't expect. It That stat, at, I know it's only week two, but you wouldn't expect it from Tannehill. So no, it's good to see. He made some really poor choices with passes last week, was throwing into coverage he should never have been making the passes that he was, but these ones on a dime, literally on a plate for Burks, took us. So we didn't score in the first quarter. This was kind of the turning point where through this to Burks, we got it, and then it ended up with a Derek Henry touchdown, just launching himself over the top. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, which was good, and I think, speaking of Henry, um, the utilisation of him was better this week as well. So I mentioned last week that Spears got more of the snaps and was, we didn't barely see Henry in the fourth quarter. Um, yeah. This time round, Henry was out there for 73% of the snaps, Spears for 35%. So that's probably more what you want to see because um, Henry is the main man. But he is a volume guy, he always has been. So he had 25 carries this week for 79 yards, 3.2 mm-hmm. yards per carry. Um, it's kind of what you expect. He wears the defense down um, and he just moves you up the field bit by bit. He just works it through and then he's there with the big play at the end. Um, well, not at the end, at, at in the red zone. Um, Spears, however, has been used definitely as just a more dynamic playmaker and he... Um, only had eight carries, but got 49 yards, which was 6.1 yards per carry. And it's actually the third highest in the league for any running back that has 10 plus carries. So nice. he is doing good stuff. Um, yeah, he didn't get, so only eight, you know, it's not huge numbers, but what he's doing with the ball when he has it is good and he's moving us down the field. So yeah, it's nice usage. We're not overloading Henry. The actual share of of the ball carrying and there were receptions for them as well i didn't bother noting them but um it just felt 
natural. Like it felt like mm-hmm. if, if week one was testing something, week two was, okay, we realized that didn't work. Let's just go back to what we know um, yeah. with the addition of someone like Spears that we didn't have before. So yeah, that can only be a good thing. The longer we can keep Henry healthy throughout a season, if giving him 70% rather than 80% of the share does that, then great, I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, because when we when we were speaking about it last week, it was more the fact of I think you were kind of concerned that Tajay Spears would be the sort of player to get you up the field, and then you would kind of use Henry as the kind of the wrecking ball in the red zone to to push that through. Do you think it will be split um, just to get him up the field, and then and then kind of assess it as and when, or or what do you, what do you reckon? Yeah. So difference this time round was. Henry was just out there a lot more. He was on the first downs. He was, it It wasn't just let's get down the field. It was let's make the plays. Let's see. Let's just go bit by bit. And it was, you know, it's not always the most exciting play that you will see, but it's yeah. just, it's reliable play. And I think that's considering where we were. We haven't won since November. Okay. Yeah. There's a big old off season in between that, but mm-hmm. um, it's, this was a much needed win and if it had to be conservative you know maybe it's not going to be like this all season but just go back to basics a little bit and use Tajay Spears in those plays where you're just wanting to mix it up a bit but use Henry as the kind of main force that works and I, that's what happened in this game it it yeah. alleviated some concerns from week one but it is only week two so it would just depend what trend um follows I guess but, yeah, yeah, no, that's cool. It's cool. But awesome. um, Titans defense again. You said for week one, Vrabel kind of wanted to rely on the defense because he wasn't seeing the offense get us where we needed to be. So he made those calls on just kicking a field goal and hoping the defense would bring it in. That didn't happen. But what we do see is the Titans defense is a solid unit. So the reason that we were able to take this game two overtime Chargers had you know a minute and a half two minutes can't remember the exact amount of time on the clock they had time to get down the field and Justin Herbert got them there like rapidly just pew pew yeah. pew, pew pew down the field um and then Landry just kept them out <laughs> just just stood up said no big sack um and kept them to a field goal which took it to overtime mm-hmm. so yeah, the the defense look great. I think they're going to look great all season. Hopefully, if everyone stays healthy, of course. Um, but the offense it went a little bit back to basics, but with some there was some some obviously it's a new offensive coordinator for the Titans. There were some more interesting plays in there, but it didn't feel as experimental. Not not that we felt experimental in week one, but it just felt different. It felt off. Whereas this felt like a little bit more assured. Um, yeah. And it was good to see. It was the the good thing this week. So I said about how Tannehill last week was kind of focusing for D-Hop a lot. Um, that's where his eyes were drawn every time. This week, it was all over the place. And I mean that in a good way. You know, targets yeah, were yeah, shared yeah. across everyone. Um, like, l- literally... Um, D-Hop was targeted a handful of times. Burks a handful of times. I mean, literally four or five times each. You know, it's not big numbers. Chig yeah, had a yeah. few decent plays. Chig's best play was um, 
he it, it was only a short pass to him but he's huge he just piled drive like had yeah. three defenders bouncing off him and he made an extra three four yards on it um and that's what i want to see from chick we saw nothing from him last week so those plays pop up um nick westbrook akina popping up with a touchdown i know you've weirdly got a soft spot for him adam um yeah just that one game he had last season where he got a couple of tuddies and then it, he was just out of nowhere so yeah, yeah a little bit of a soft yeah spot. he's good he he does he pops up um he is a good route runner he's not always targeted but in the end zone he he's there he's always yeah not, yeah. not always available but um, good hands yeah, and then there was the big pass. I don't know if you've seen the highlights from Titans game or not, but the big one to Chris Moore as well, which was a 50-yarder, 60-yarder. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just... It was just good. It felt positive. Um, it you know, still wasn't the most exciting performance of the Titans that you'll ever see. I don't think you'll ever get that um, at the moment anyway, but... Yeah, it it just uh, reassured me a little bit that we're moving in the right direction by taking a step back. Like week one felt just, I'm glad it's gone <laughs> and I'm glad we've got a dub yeah, on the board. Yeah. And I think, as I said, first win since November, we were on a, we ended the season last year on a six, seven game losing streak, started this season off on a loss and it just felt downtrodden. So Going to the Nissan Stadium, getting a dub, looking good whilst doing it. Tannehill looking happy, the locker room looking mm-hmm. happy afterwards. Um, yeah, it's cool. I'm happy. Yeah, awesome. Big dub. And it obviously, as again, we mentioned last week about um, Nick Falk, who has earned his money yeah, tenfold yeah. in game week winner. one. And then obviously game winner this week. So... Um, uh, for the people listening, Adam came round to mine. We live quite close, so uh, we watched NFL Sunday at mine, and um, we made a joke, or, or I made a reference to the fact that when when it was the game winning kick for Titans, the commentator was doing everything possible to try and put him off. So it was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, oh. in the drive and down we... the field, it, it was just making the joke <laughs> that they were going to comment on the weather never being like that before in Tennessee, and like literally yeah, just the... anything that you could think of. The cameraman was zooming in, in on the flags on the stadium and they're like, oh, the the wind's picking up. Oh, and there's a slight spot of rain and oh, Nick Falk has never missed a kick, game-winning kick in 20 years. Like, it's just, yeah, it was proper yeah. funny. Um, but he got it done. He's he's a good kicker. Yeah. He, he is. He's going to look like a shrewd piece of business and I'm glad they made it. You know, we had the kickers in pre-season. A decision was made, both let go, and we just got a vet in that's... It, it, maybe it's only going to be this season, but it's just you mm. need consistency at kicker, and he brings it, so it's good. Which is good. I like that. That's a very statement claim, is you two are not good enough, you're gone, and we will deal with the consequences, and obviously it's paid off for you. You managed to get Falk, which is brilliant. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Even if he just does a season for you, that is incredible, because well you don't know how far he could take you this season especially if he's kicking game winning field goals then yeah yeah could be could be a nice little partnership yeah awesome that's that's Um, Titans week two nice sounds good sounds good so I want to jump onto the bills if you boys are happy with that because like I said I'm a little bit excited about it considering the rant I the rant (laughs) I had week one um 
we we turned it around this week. So um, Bills hosted the Raiders. Um, they looked pretty good from their opening week. I think the bonus we had this week was that um, Jacoby Myers was out with concussion. So they're kind of new wide receiver who Derek, not Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo liked to target. Um, he was out with a concussion, so that kind of helped us a little bit. So the game happened. Um, we came out with big dubs, uh, 38-10, which is a big, big score. Um, mm. It didn't start off great. So the very the very first snap of the game, um, Josh Jacobs received the ball from Jimmy Garoppolo, started to run, and he just ran into Ed Oliver, Bill's um, defensive tackle, who just flattened him. So I was like, okay, this this should be good. And then all of a sudden, the Bills' defense kind of wanted to just, I don't know, they just wanted to kind of impersonate Swiss cheese and, and there was <laughs> holes everywhere. Um, they like, they they managed to score on their first possession. And if you look at the highlights, it's just, you know, the it was it was terrible. I was not looking forward to it. And I thought to myself, if this is going to be, the you know the consistency of the game then we're going to lose this one as well they ended up scoring so it's seven uh seven nothing and it's time for the bills so we're like brilliant josh allen's coming up his time he's got to make make amends for last week and we go three and out we try run it down the middle for the first two it doesn't happen he tries to throw on the second we completely miss it and then we end up punting and it was just completely panic mode not looking forward to it at all Luckily, no, I am panicking. I'm going to NFL team. Um, (laughs) The next uh, Raiders possession, they tried running it, didn't work. Tried throwing it, didn't work. Jimmy G then threw it a third time, and it was deflected off his receiver into the hands of uh, Bernard, who got the interception, managed to get a fair bit of yardage, and then obviously we turned the ball over. That then leads to a touchdown, so we've tied it up 7 all, And then the cog slowly got into motion and we were kind of making it work in our favour. We were slowly turning that screw. Um, and then the true sort of bills who you, you see, the very attacking format of the bills started showing themselves. And even so, like in between the, the attacking plays, the defence was still doing great things. Jimmy G had the ball, tried throwing it, and Epinesa jumped up incredibly high and just got a big right hand to the ball, stopped it with a good block. Uh, Matt Milano getting another interception, so that's two in two weeks, but only his fourth in the career, which is in you know crazy and quite incredible. It just shows the sort of development he's having as a player. He's like aging like a fine wine, which is quite nice. And uh, yeah, so. We just became very dominant. We did very, very well. So James Cook had an incredible week. He ran very hard and he showed glimpses of him being like his brother, Dalvin. Just running running clever, running certain routes, um, you know, jocking players and just being powerful. He would be kind of tripped but not touched. So obviously he wasn't down and he would get back up and get that extra three or four yards and... I remember saying to you on Sunday, Adam, I just, 
I appreciate that dedication from a player, not just, you know, he, he clearly wants to do more, which is good. Um, yeah. So he ended the day um, 17 carries for 123 yards, which is big. Um, and he also had four out of four receptions, um, which is really, really good. I would have liked him to cap it, capped it off with a TD, but just one of those days. He, he did very well. A TD would have been a cherry on the top, but it just wasn't meant to be. Josh Allen. Now, I slated this kid last week, and <clears throat> excuse me, he he made amends this week. You could tell at the beginning he kind of looked he looked scared and nervous to do anything with it. And then as the game went on and he noticed that the Raiders weren't all that, you know, he could then start putting more plays in motion. He was a lot more smarter and level-headed with the ball. So he threw it clever. He threw it to um, certain positions. Um, it, it, you know, I don't think he threw the ball further than 40, 45 yards, which for him is kind of, you know, it's it's not massive. He Sometimes he, he tries a piss missile down the field, but... Um, he ended up with 31, sorry, 37 attempts, 31 completions for 274 yards. He only rushed seven yards, which shows you how much of a development he made this week. He said he wanted to play smarter and know when to do things. So the fact he has only rushed for seven proves that he is now trusting his receivers. He wants to throw more, but he's throwing clever, which is, is incredibly pleasing to see. Um, yeah. One funny note. One note I did make um, sense of, which I thought was quite funny. Um, there's a play. What was it? We're in the red zone and Alan does go for the rush, which I think attributes to that seven yards. And he tries to hurdle the defender into the end zone. And the defender just basically picks him up and just mm. drops him to the floor. And it doesn't work for him. And at that point, Alan got up and... Um, Diggs came over to him. Diggs grabbed him by the face guard, slaps him round the helmet, and you can almost see him say, "Don't do that shit." And Josh is like, "Oh, okay, okay." And then they throw it into the touch uh, into the end zone for a touchdown. Like it's things like that. It's the Josh and the the um, Stefan relationship. It's players keeping Allen accountable, Allen keeping himself accountable. It was just it was refreshing to see. There was just so much more change and. A year six QB was out there, so yeah, I said some heated things about him in week one, but incredibly pleased for how for what he did in week two. Um, I don't know if you boys or Adam, I know you managed to catch the game, but Dan, did you see much of of what Allen managed to do? Yeah, so he he was definitely way more Josh Allen-y this week. This is what I th was expecting from him from week one. Mm -hmm. So. Mm. But no, yeah, no, did, did fantastic. I've also got in my notes about uh, Cook. I've just put, Cook is cooking. Because <laughs> he, <laughs> he is. He's, he's, he's a completely different team this week. He is. Every it's, time it's I've said, every time I've said, let James cook, that is for the main reason. Um, yeah, just so, so good. The other player I wanted to note out was Gabe Davis. So Gabe is usually classed as the Bills wide receiver three maybe um possibly four 
Yeah, because yeah, it it depends. Depends how you look at it. Because you've got Knox, you've got Kincaid, um, and ho- whoever else. But Davis had a game. He was Josh's main target. So he had um, seven targets. Six of them were completions. Ninety-two yards. Picked himself a, uh, a touchdown. Um, and the it was the longest throw of the evening to the receiver. So uh, Josh threw for forty yards, and it managed to connect with Gabe. So. Gabe played very well. He he's one of those players who you're probably not going to hear from him again for another three or four games. He'll have two or three receptions, but then he'll just have a game like this where he he pops up out of nowhere. You know, the last time I can think of when Gabe did something incredible was a game against Can uh, against Chiefs where he got the four touchdowns and it was just a, a hell of a game. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, really really well. Really pleased with that. And just a refreshing attacking outlook. Um, in all, I think Bills had a great week. We, in terms of the scoring, we had a plethora of scorers. It wasn't just one. It wasn't as if Josh was rushing it or we were just going to Gabe. You know, um, Latavius Murray scored. Then we had a um, a catch in the end zone from Knox. Then Allen did a cheeky little sidearm to Khalil Shakir. Then he managed to pick out Gabe Davis. And then oh um, that sidearm yeah the sidearm was now you've filthy because yeah, he straight for the whole of that play looked like he was going to get sacked or mm. something it was going wrong and just out of nowhere yeah it was it was naughty me and you looked at each other and we were like oh my word like you know Shakir just ran a seam he just ran a straight line Allen was a little bit stuck had a player coming towards him and then just kind of duped to the right cheeky sidearm. Um, decent tuddy and then you had Damian Harris uh, pushing one through at the end to make it 38-10 so very very happy with that glad we got you know a multitude of scorers on which is good to see it's not just a one out attack Um, the defence looked strong the offence was smart and I think this just bodes for a a positive season ahead that's a good turnaround that's what you want to see you have a stinker in week one which Probably you shouldn't have lost, but you did. And it's good to see that you haven't come to this game with your tail between your legs. You are, you're turning up, you're making amends. This is like the the main thing I said was, Alan, you are in that press conference and you're saying, it's my fault, it's it's my problem. You showed up and you did what I wanted you to do. You, I told you to, you know, action speak louder than words. So I'm, I'm happy with that. Buzzing for this week. Um, yes, I'm a Bills fan, but yeah. More <laughs> I was actually about to was... say it. That's ah! so annoying. <laughs> Shoulda, woulda, coulda. But yeah, I'm, I'm hype. That's, that's good. It's good to see. Looking forward to week three. And that's my Bills. Dan, take us through your Ravens. You had a division rivalry match with the Bengals. We did indeed. So I was bricking it about this week because we've seen the Bengals lost their first game um, in week one. Um, and it was shockingly bad on that first week. And I totally believed that they would do a U, like how mm-hmm. the Bills did, and completely turn it around and smash yeah, us. Yeah. Um, but they didn't. They They still weren't as good as they should have been. And I don't know if it's all on... Joe Burrow though or if it's some other members of the team because a lot of what happened in our game with the, the Bengals was all T Higgins like yeah. he was the biggest threat to us in that game um, 
But um, yeah, no, we 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 ended up winning, so we beat them twenty seven twenty four. So not nice. by a massive margin. Wasn't nice, a close thirty eight ten win. So it's nice and close, but a win's a win. Um, we uh, what have I got down here? So there was, it was it started off a little bit sloppy. Mm-hmm. So I think we went and got the first touchdown. Um, our running back Gus Edwards got the first one in for us, which is yep. great. Um, also got some really good route running happening with him as well, which was nice to see. And then something happened. We fumbled the ball, and I didn't get his first name, but Jones, um, one of the, the Bengals, basically caught it in our 20, 30-yard zone mm-hmm. and ran it all the way back for a touchdown. And yeah, 85-yarder, wasn't it, I think? Yeah, something stupid like that. But even oh, though there nice. was a, fl- a flag thrown, I thought, oh, we won't have it because of the flag. But no, the flag was against us. So it, it cancelled everything out and they got the touchdown. Um, it's like, oh god, here we go. This is this is where it all goes wrong. But um, luckily, it wasn't that bad. I think that was the biggest kind of faux pas from our lot from the game. Mm-hmm. Unnecessary touchdown for us. But then all the other guys started doing amazing stuff. So Flowers, say Flowers was amazing again this week. Um, again, some really good route running. Caught some amazing balls. He uh, caught a 50, 52 yard catch from. Um, Lamar Jackson, and that was amazing because mm-hmm. he caught the ball, stood up, and then started like going to celebrate, and then almost instantly he's like, oh, "Hang on, I've still got the ball. I can I can carry on." Going. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because the other that was weird because the ref was stood like right next to him, just yep. looking at him. <laughs> yeah, it's like gone. <laughs> but um, I the the two was it then? I think it was after that throw. Um, the next three receptions was A Flowers as well, and I think I could see it was Lamar Jackson trying to get him to get his first NFL touchdown. I think yeah, that's what yeah. he was trying to do, but it just didn't quite happen, just weren't getting the yardage. Um, but then it was all right, we still scored. Um, silly little things as well, like Lamar Jackson looks so much better on form this week than he did last week. They get the mm-hmm. same with, with uh, Josh Allen's, like it's nice to see him being more him, so he ran with the ball more. He threw yeah. some great throws, um, being really clever about his time management towards the end of the game is what essentially won it for us. Um, like sliding out inbounds, so to keep the clock running yeah, down, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Did a little cheeky like underarm flick to someone, did a Mahomes and got the ball out that way. So it's, it's really not like it's fun to watch kind of thing. So That's that cool. was right. Um, Aguilar, um, previous Eagle, um, it's his first uh, touchdown for us as Raven, caught a nice ball. In the corner. Um, it was nice, yeah. What else have I got? See, my, my storytelling of the game isn't going to be as good as your two, because I'm just going to the notes <laughs> that I've got. I'm trying to remember what right. happened. So it won't necessarily there was, be... There was there. no storytelling of my game. I just threw some stats at you. True. Um, yeah, there's none in mine, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you gave us a play-by-play breakdown almost, Adam. <laughs> Tucker, Tucker was solid. Again, he did miss a 59-yard field goal in the first half, but it, it's He's 59 human. yards. It's yeah. going to happen sometimes, you know what I mean? But um, other than that, still solid for us. Um, we got a really good interception from Geno Stone that would totally have been a T. Higgins touchdown if he didn't jump in the way last second. Mm. And he managed to run it back quite far for us as well. He um, was so slow down the side, though. Yeah. He's running down the sideline <laughs> before he went out, just like... in the name, like a stone. But yeah, so that that could have potentially turned the tides. And we... So again, that's nice to see. Um, who else do we have? J- Jav- Jadavian Clowney um, jumps in for us as well. He got um, 
a massive sack for us. So that was good. Nice to see him doing his job. Uh, what else happened in the game? OBJ uh, was taken out in the second half of the game for an ankle injury. But um, mm-hmm. since the game is finished, apparently everything's fine. Um, it's just a case of just looking after him. So we can utilise him later in the in the season. Yeah. Mm. But it's not a big deal. We're still fine with or without him. But obviously it's nice to have him in. Yeah. Um, who else was really good? Mark Andrews was back this week. So we didn't have him in week one, but we had him this week. And he scored a touchdown for us that I don't think I would have classed as a touchdown. I know it sounds a bit silly because it's my team. Obviously, I wanted to get all the touchdowns. But it, it, I felt like it came out of his hands too quick. But the ref gave it to us. So I will Yeah, well, he'd, it. it broke the plane, though, hadn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, but so that was all good. Um, speaking of the refs, um, that was the most bi- bipolar I've ever felt towards a referee in any game I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I think I posted it in the group at the beginning. I was like, oh, I love this ref. He's well good. Because he kept giving us, like, the, the penalties. It's like, yay, yeah. we got extra 10 yards and first down, automatic first down. But then as the game progressed, he he changed his mind and then he did arsehole. So <laughs> we, we just we felt bad for the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, probably. But we, it's our fault, and we've always—I think—we've always been like this because we were like it last season as well. Like we we get done for the stupidest things. Like you know, not to hold someone's face helmet. Like don't don't hold them like that. Don't like unnecessarily rough someone. Like you can you could just hold back a bit. But no, we keep doing it. And um, at one point in the game, we were third and thirty from where we needed to be. Like Jeez. we were this close to getting to like first and goal, and then no, we ended up. 40 yards back from where we needed to be. It's like, oh, yeah. no. All for silly little stuff. So I think that's something we need to work on mm-hmm. um, because we're just shooting ourselves in the foot unnecessarily. So, but again, they, I'm sure that they, they work on that kind of stuff. But you need to be mean and aggressive to get where you need to get to. So maybe it's just all part and parcel of it. Mm. Uh, what else did I put down? I think that was mainly everything. Also, your highlights for both of your games were 13 or nearly 13 minutes on um, I, the zone watching today, and ours was only five, which was what I, was I did notice that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot more happening in your games than it was mine. So, which is but, mad because um, your your game was a lot more high scoring than ours as well. So you'd think there would be more to show. Yeah. Do you not? Know just whilst True. you've mentioned that, I can't remember if it was like this before, and maybe it was, but I feel like the highlights on the zone, you, if you blink for any of those highlights, you're not seeing them again. Like there are no replays of anything amazing that happens. It's just you see there, it and then there, it's done. There's, there's, few, there are replays. It's just few and far between. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I mean. It's it is few and far between, and maybe it was like that before, but. Yeah, anyway, I, just wanted to I can't remember who it was, it. but I think it was in the Cardinals game. I was watching the highlights for that, and they did a replay like five times of the same touchdown, but the sound was being really weird. So you'd have the commentators talking, and it would just cut out and be silent. And then yeah, the next that's... minute and a half was the same touchdown, just from every conceivable angle. <laughs> and then it came the game. So, okay. I think that's like a, a game pass thing, what they had from before. They, they showed the play with the commentators chatting and then they show it again but silent is it's really weird I, I don't know why they do it like that but yeah strange 
But um, but yeah, no. Just so, um, sorry before very 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 briefly as we on it, hmm. I would just like to give credit where it's due to Disown because it does sound like they're listening to most of the issues because we've had a big old rant about them before. Yeah, and then we kind 100%. of haven't spoken about it because things got better. But yeah, just a little shout out that it's getting there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even with the silly little things like last week, the the Sunday in sixty, someone needed to <laughs> interpret sixty that seconds, 60 long. seconds. <laughs> and then yeah. it got fixed, and then we got a full hour. So I, w- yeah. I wouldn't even mind a Sunday in sixty seconds as well, just as a oh, I haven't seen the no, results. Let's have a quick look. Blam, but yeah, um, yeah, silly, silly Billy. They should do a they should do a sax in sixty. Gone in sixty sacks and. There's somewhere. It's literally just 60 seconds of pure, just intense sackage. <laughs> I think that okay. exists on a Pornhub. <laughs> Gone in 60 seconds. Okay. Right. Oh, Carry yeah. on. Oh, yeah, moving, moving on. swiftly on. But um, um, yeah. in all, you're happy, so I'm happy with we how won. Ravens performed, yeah? Yeah, because over the next three, four games... Well, from the first game to the fifth game in our slot, this for me would have been the hardest one I thought we would have had to do. So mm-hmm. now that's behind us, and we we're two and zero. It's only us and the Dolphins in the AFC that have gone undefeated. So I'm yeah, well that's happy, true. and I'm quite confident about the future ones, which I'm sure we'll talk about shortly. Yeah, no, that's cool. So in terms of your game, um, I did read somewhere, and I'm pretty certain I heard it on a podcast as well that. Joe Burrow went into this game with his calf already hurting and mm-hmm. there was visible signs of it being strapped up. He knew yep. the limitations or whatever else. So I think that's probably why the Bengals are struggling so much because he, as the quarterback, as the the kind of linchpin, it's, he's not been able to pull it together. He's he's not got it under wraps at the minute. Mm-hmm. I think... Yeah, he was struggling I think at they the need to, as well, limped off. He did. Yeah, I think they need to pull him. They need to pull him for a good couple of weeks and get this sorted because if they don't get it under wraps, then it's it's going to be more of a long term thing. You know, as a let's say it happens to the Bills, I would much rather Josh Allen be out for two or three weeks than the whole season and off season because yeah. you know you you've made it worse sort of thing. But or longer, depending on exactly. how bad it is. If you put it under too much stress, it could make it so much worse. Exactly, it end up being like a lifetime injury rather than a, a seasonal one. Well, that's the thing because so... they put it down as a strain to begin with, didn't they? But if it's now flared up again, then that to me says it might be something a bit more serious. So, um, yeah, I think that's definitely one to watch in terms of a Bengals point of view. Um, Joe Burrow is obviously a very good QB. Uh, we we've watched a lot of. Bengals yeah. and Burrow and whatever. So yeah, it's definitely one to keep an eye on. Indeed. Awesome. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of want them to do better because it's it's a shame because like they they are one of our main divisional rivals. Mm-hmm. So we know it's going to be a tough match, and it almost feels a little bit like we're cheesing our way through if it's not the game it should be. Like I, I don't think we would have won had he been totally on form. So in a way, but, I'm glad that he wasn't because we got the win. But but then that's just the way bit... the season goes, doesn't it? You know, yeah. you look at Every look at you guys. Yeah, look at you guys last season. You lost Lamar quite early on, so yeah. they had the upper hand last year. Now you have the upper hand because you've got a more, you know, injury-free QB. So exactly. Um, 
And the same yeah. situation applies for when we've got the Browns. I think we've got the Browns in a couple of weeks. Mm. Um, normally, it is Nick Chubb that just absolutely runs through all of our team. But we, you can't stop him. So now yeah. they're, they're, again, we'll talk about this a bit later, but now they're, they're Chubbless. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's no longer with us. Um, Chubbless? <laughs> well, they are. They're Nick Chubbless. Um, wow. I think that they'll be a lot easier. They'll be a, less of a threat. Basically, I think it'd be a lot more easier to manage. So, okay. Because he is that good of a player and it's a big loss for him. So, Chubbless. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciated that. Is there anything else you wanted to <laughs> tack on to the end of your game yes. review? <laughs> nope. I think I'm all good. I'm going to copyright my, um, my sayings, though. Gone in 60 seconds and Chubbless. Okay, you you do that, Han. <laughs> so we've had a look at our teams. This Sunday, yet again, we have our three games all on at 6pm, which is an added bonus for us UK fans. What I want to do is just have a quick chat with you guys, talk about your thoughts on the upcoming game, maybe get a couple of predictions, see how it goes. So first up, we've just finished with you, Dan, so we'll start again. We have Ravens hosting the Colts. How do you see that going? I... Colts had a good week this week. They did. they were against the Texans. So I think we'll I don't win. Know. Yeah. I don't think it would be as much of a walk in the park as I initially thought. Mm-hmm. But um, I definitely think we'll win. I reckon we'll probably have something similar to what we got last week, maybe a bit less for the Colts. Okay. So a 26, 15, 14, something like that. <laughs> we'll have double what they have. So. Okay. Okay. That's fair. I, I think that's going to be a very good game to watch, purely because obviously Ravens are doing very well at the minute. But... Colts, I mentioned this to Adam at the weekend, Colts are, are probably one not to be slept on this year because Anthony Richardson is proving he is a very, very good QB. They've mm-hmm. got some good weapons in terms of receivers, running backs, everything. out. You know, They're putting something together, which I think a lot of people are undermining. And yeah, I think they'll give you a good game, even more so if, if Richardson is... In. Obviously, I know he's having some concussion tests done this mm-hmm. week, which is sad to see because obviously he picked yeah. himself up a couple of TDs at the weekend. Um, I think it's looking, obviously, it's very early reports, but I think they're quite hopeful that he'll be fine and we'll get through concussion oh, okay. protocol. Um, cool. That's good to hear. I haven't looked into it properly, but that's one of the one of the things I saw and made a note of. Um, mm. Yeah, he did leave the game with concussions and protocol for that, but. I don't think it's as bad as first seems. Was it, was it him that, that pulled percussion, um, concussion protocol on himself? <laughs> yeah, he had to, which is yeah. quite... It's worrying for, you know, what we saw last year with Tua and back-to-back yeah. games and you know, it's a serious but maybe, thing. Maybe that's, maybe that's why it's not looking as bad. He, he almost self-declared a concussion. He so. knew something was wrong, yeah. Yeah, so that might be that it was a bit off, but it's not as bad as you know the doctor saying no, no, no. You've got to, you've got to come off. But his first throw after it was a left hander that just went <laughs> like yeah, just 
wonky. Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, he, he may end up, obviously, I think the league is on the side of caution now with everything that happened with Tua and such. So, yeah, yeah hopefully he plays because you want that good matchup. Um, mm-hmm. He's he started, as Adam said, really well in this offense. He's grabbed the opportunity and is running with it. He's gone straight in and looked comfortable, whereas some of these mm. other rookie QBs haven't necessarily done that. Um, yeah, so hopefully, hopefully he gets through it and he plays, but we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you two have a, a quick prediction of what you think the game's going to be, just so I can come back to it next week? Um... I think Ravens win. I don't... I, for me, it would depend on whether he's playing or not, so I don't think it's yeah. worth... I think you win either way. But how much you win by depends on that. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'd say the same thing. Um, if Richardson plays, he gives you a very close game, and it will be very similar to the Bengals game you just had. Um, if he doesn't play, I think you walk all over him. Okay. Cool. I'd say that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fair. Um, Adam, we've got Titans at Browns. Talk to me. Yep. As uh, Dan has alluded to, Browns are chubless. <laughs> They are. Um, That's obviously a massive factor on it. The pit defense. So Browns lost. Spoiler. We'll we'll I'll run through the results in a bit. But um, they lost, and the Pittsburgh defense was the difference in that. And I think all the Titans defense will hold up, especially you know their offense is going to be weakened by that. Jerome Ford is not Nick Chubb. Um, He'll do well if he's taking the lead, but he's mm-hmm. he's not going to do the he's same level. The Titans' no. defense against the run anyway, even if they had Nick Chubb, we've given up less than 70 yards in both games. Um, yeah. yeah. And no rushing touchdowns against the Titans. So, um, yeah, I, I think it'll be a close one. I feel more optimistic after this week. Um, mm-hmm. I think we're going to keep the same momentum going um most of the titans have come out of our game healthy uh there's been a few uh secondary changes in terms of the offensive line by the looks of it i think i saw i don't have any names i was just saw something briefly pop up so they are moving forwards uh it feels positive so and the browns are going to be on a bit of a you know, a downer with what's happened. Um, hopefully it's not a motivation for them to go on and smash us. Um, I just think it'll be a close game. I don't think it'll be massively high scoring. Maybe okay. something like 13-17 to Titans. I'm going to give Titans the win. And I think it'll be close, yeah. Cool. 17-13 Titans. Okay. I think that's pretty fair. Uh, I I give Titans the win purely because of what happened with Chubb. Um, I think, I don't know, the Browns seem to be doing everything right, but there's no end product. As much as it pains me to say Watson is a good QB, he's doing well, yeah. and he's throwing the ball well. It's just, there's no end result. They're not getting it into the end zone as much as they want. So, I think you beat them quite comfortably. I'm going to say the Browns will make, the Browns will make 17. The Titans will get at least 28. 
I think you go on Ooh. the mad one. I think I think you finally hit your stride and and you get some tuddies. I wouldn't mind it. I'm just not that optimistic with the offense <laughs> just yet. <laughs> no, that's fair. But, that's fair. Yeah, we'll see. Right. What about you, Dan? Titans, Browns. I'm I'm on the same kind of thought path. Um, I've got you down to win, uh, Adam. Twenty four ten. Um, I don't yeah. think your defense will let them get much more than that. I reckon they'll get a field goal and a sneaky tuddy at the end, yeah. like a hail nice. mary kind of situation. <clears throat> Where are the Bills playing? Who are you up against? The Bills are at Commanders. And I think the commanders are not too great. If I just have a little look at my Brian Robinson's been playing well. Yeah, Brian Robinson has been playing well. They managed to get the sneaky win. Yeah, so they got the sneaky win. What's their? Uh, I don't know what they got in week one. I think they might have lost in week one, but I think um, no, they didn't. They're two and zero. Okay, Mm -hmm. Um, so they're better than the Bills. (laughs) (laughs) this guy triggered this guy i think i think bills keep this momentum it will probably be similar to what we did with the raiders so we will take five minutes maybe 10 minutes to settle into the game and then we start turning the screw again so i reckon the commanders probably put a score against us maybe a field goal or two um, I'm gonna say the Bills will win this. Thirty-two, thirteen. Okay. Yeah, thirty-two, thirteen. What about you two? I think it'll be closer. I still think Bills will win. I think Washington are okay. Um, kind of always write them off, but they're. Offensively, they're fine, um, mm-hmm. and uh, your Bills, your defense is okay. Um, but I always question the Bills against the run game and where Brian Robinson's playing or has played quite well. I just feel like he'll he'll pop up with another couple of TDs. So I'm going to say Bills twenty eight, Washington twenty four. Ooh, okay, that's really close to what I said. That's fair. I said Bills 28, uh, Washington 21. Oh, okay, fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're you're both right in what you're saying. And um, just, again, it depends what team turns up on the day. Um, I don't think the commanders <laughs> yeah, have... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the commanders have got a very good throw game. Um They've got the receivers, they just don't have the QB. But mm. we'll see. We'll see. Perfect. Yeah, we... That's the fun. That is the fun of it. So we had a look I at the think... predictions of week three. Go on, mate. Sorry, I was just going to say, with the, your game, the Commander's Bills game, I think it will be a very mm. similar situation to us against the Colts. Like, you're probably expected to win. You're probably the odds-on favourites for it. But yeah. I don't think they're going to be ones to underestimate because then that's when they do come back in sneakily get a win against you mm-hmm. kind of thing. So as long as you, like I said, just keep 10 screwed, keep the pressure on throughout the whole game, I think you'll, you'll get an easy win. And then it just be towards the end of the game, you've got to try and stuff out some points. I reckon that's Yeah, exactly. Just fun. don't get complacent. Be sensible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should be, should be a good week all round. I, I'm predicting yeah. all three teams win. Yeah. All three I of our teams so. win. That'd be really yeah. nice. Which all three of us would be nice. Wins. 
Thomas and Ray. It would, it would. Let's move on then. Let's have a little look around the league itself so we can have a look at the league results around the league and then I'm pretty certain you may have some stats for us, Dan. So, uh, oh, I Adam, sure do. <laughs> Adam, did you want to take us away with the uh, league results and then uh, any information you may or may not have for those teams? Yeah, I'll just um, fire through them. We don't need to spend too much time on them. If you want to dive in with anything in particular about a game, please feel free. Mm-hmm. Um Eagles hosted the Vikings and won 34-28. Uh, Lions hosted the Seahawks and lost to them, 31-37. Texans hosted the Colts. Colts won 31-20. Um, as we already mentioned, Anthony, Anthony Richardson left the game with concussion, so mm-hmm. keep an eye on that. Um, Bucks hosted the Bears and won 27-17. I just want to throw out that Baker Mayfield is surprising me. Yeah, same. Um, in that offense, he he's just he fitted in straight away. Yeah, he just yeah. yeah, they're playing some nice football. Um, yeah, which I'd, maybe he's I found wasn't necessarily expecting them. Yeah, maybe a mid team. <laughs> I mean, he's, um, he's what fourth team in three years? There's Browns, yeah. Panthers, Rams, and then Bucks, kind of thing. Yeah. So he's been moved around a lot, moved house a lot. So it's nice yeah. that he's kind of settling in. He just looks like he's enjoying playing at the minute, and it's obviously nice yeah. to see. Um, we'll see how they do as the season goes on. Um, for me, the most underwhelming game of this week, which I think I may have said last week that I was expecting a lot more from, was Jags Chiefs. Um, Jags yeah, hosted the massively. Chiefs, and they lost 9-17. to 17. Um, Kelsey and Chris Jones are back for the Chiefs. Um, it is also... Just a fun little stat for you. It's the only 1pm time slot game for the Chiefs this entire season. All wow. other games are later or prime time. Wow. So, a bit weird. But yeah, the game itself was underwhelming. Nothing too exciting. Um, since then as well, Mahomes has restructured his contract, giving him $210.6 million, the most money in nfl history and this is between 2023 and 2026 uh sorry the most money in nfl history over a four season span um yeah the thing what annoys me about that is um i mentioned it to you the other day adam that i I get you want the money and whatever else but he was on good money beforehand and the way they worded it was oh dear Patrick Mahomes is now the eighth highest paid QB, so they had to give him the money. No, you didn't. Like you, your talent speaks for itself. So yeah. you are getting a bag of money as it is. Who cares if you are the eighth highest paid or whatever? Like, yeah, you, and he uh, was he was on that mega ten year or whatever it was. So he he was yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of silly, and they've already said that it is going to be revisited in twenty twenty six. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just. But they, I feel they've got his the money. Foot. He's won the Super Bowls. Like, yep. Yeah. No, fair, just... fair play to him. Chiefs, Chiefs are obviously there because of him. But I feel they've shot themselves in the foot because now you've got Chris Jones, who is your superstar defender, who he's now going to want the bag, and you've got Travis Kelsey, your superstar tight end, best in the league, probably best in the history of tight end position. Who's yeah. going to want the bag? So, and they have no cap space to play with. Ex- exactly, they've massively like, shot li- themselves in the literally foot. no cap space. <laughs> yeah, so, so they'll be restructured deals next year. Um, yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, um, 
Falcons hosted Green Bay, just edged out a win, 25-24. Uh, found it a very to be a really game. entertaining game. Yeah, mm-hmm. enjoyed that. Um, I'm quite enjoying Green Bay at the minute because I don't think I was expecting much from them. So, no, Jordan yeah, Love looks just, very good. Yeah. Um, Rams hosted the 49ers, 23-30 to the 49ers. Um, mm-hmm. Puka Nakua looks great. 15 receptions for yeah. 147 yards, which is the most in a single game by a rookie in NFL history. He's also nice. the first player in NFL history with at least 10 receptions and 100 yards in each of his first two games. So yeah, he is he massively good. benefiting from Cooper Cup being out. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, Rams wanted Cup in, but they're not missing him. Tutu Atwell and Puka Nakua are, are just yeah they're looking good not enough yeah. to win so maybe that's the difference that cooper cup gives you but um 49s was always going to be a tough ask for them anyway i think um cardinals hosted giants giants of giants obviously got massively shut out in the first week by the cowboys bounce mm-hmm. back this week 28 31 win mm-hmm. um another fairly entertaining game yeah, Saquon barkley did hurt his ankle um and had to be helped off. He has since undergone an MRI, and it has been confirmed as an ordinary sprain, not a high ankle. So he's not going to be out for ages, which is obviously no. good news for them. Um, Cowboys hosted the Jets and continued their momentum. They won 30 10. Um, yeah, Jets just a bit underwhelming. I had to say it, but I think their season with Aaron Rodgers going out is done <laughs> yeah just um just nothing nothing there we'll see but um Aaron Rodgers has had his surgery and he has stated that he fully intends to play again so mm-hmm. yeah there was some silly stat written out about recovery time from this injury and stuff like that and saying how he could technically make the Super Bowl and things like this but can you imagine if Zach Wilson took the Jets to the Super Bowl and then Aaron Rodgers came in and played it. <laughs> yeah, he'd go and fuck his mum. Pro- yeah. <laughs> yeah. He would, yeah. Yeah, she, yeah she'd be like well old, wouldn't she? Um, That's right, Zach don't care. <laughs> no. Any mum's a goal. Um, <laughs> moving on, Broncos hosted the Commanders. Uh, really close game, 33 35 Broncos with a Hail Mary at the end to get the touchdown but failed to convert the two point conversion. So the end to that game was mad. I enjoyed Um, that. It was a a hot potato into the end zone, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. About through three, four different sets of hands. Yeah, Um, even they're surprising me. Like the teams who were proper dog shit last year are. Really surprised me this shit. season. So yeah, I'm 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 enjoying this season so far. It's it's been good. You, yeah. you generally don't know what's going to happen. You can't write this, as the advert says. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Patriots hosted the Dolphins in a divisional matchup, and Dolphins won 17-24. I said that really backwards, but you get what I'm getting at. Um, Patriots wore their red throwback uniforms. I don't know if you saw those. That was quite a clean uniform. Mm. Um, yeah. with the old logo on the helmet as well, which was mm-hmm. cool. Um, Dolphins look solid. Tyreek Hill was very uh, differently used this week. Obviously, massive amount of yards week one. Hardly any this week. Still got a touchdown. Um, yeah, if Dolphins can keep this up, I think they're in for 
a great shout for winning the division. Bills need to up their game, and I, it makes for an exciting division. It is yeah, one of the more exciting divisions in the league. Um, Panthers hosted the Saints. Saints won 2017. Nothing too exciting to say about that, except... Um, oh, why is the name evading me? Who's the rookie QB for the Panthers? Someone? Uh, Bryce Young. Yeah. Um, he... I, unless I'm mixing it up, didn't he make like loads of really weird mistakes this week? Um, I'm guessing neither of you have seen it because you're I not commenting not on it. it yeah. um, no, I'll have to look it up because now, now I'm doubting myself whether it was. I'm picturing the uniform, um, like lining up for the snap behind the wrong person and stuff like that. Really? No, I, I haven't seen it. That's mad no if true. Way. Yeah, I'll. Okay, in your own time, on. have a little Watch. browse. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure he was lining up behind the... Like wasn't the behind the centre. Yeah. And uh, whoever they're running back is just, like, pushed him along <laughs> to the next Oh, person. wow. Um, but just in general, he looked really, like, dazed throughout. Dazed isn't the right word. Um, this is where I'm mixing my QBs up. But, uh, yeah didn't see that game and highlights weren't that interesting um Steelers hosted the Browns and they won 26-22 as we mentioned Nick Chubb his season is done really horrible knee injury so much so that they didn't show the replay on yeah. feed um but you heard the crowd reaction to it and there's videos out there if you really want to look it up but yeah his knee's not supposed to go that way um, no, it's horrid. It gave me PTSD of doing mine. It's not nice. It, it <laughs> it's nice. the same grim. knee that in 2015 he dislocated, tore the PCL, MCL, LCL, and had cartilage damage in. So, yeah, hoping that he recovers well from it, yeah. as you can do. It's a big injury to come back from. Um, yeah, thing it's which, just really sad times. Yeah, the thing which sounds mad is you've got loads of pundits reporters um everyone is just saying you know the best case scenario is you wish it's season again season ending because although that sounds horrible like this is either going to go one of which way it will either be season ending or career ending because yeah you're you're not gonna as a running back you're not gonna be the same player no that's gonna be big rehab job if it's the worst case scenario and there's gonna have to like learn to walk again kind of shit like yeah, it, it, the injury was that horrific. Like, if you honestly, if if you people listening, if you haven't seen it, I, I like it's when you see the ones when like it happens quite a lot in boxing for some reason, they go over funny and it just completely goes the other way. It, yeah, yeah. it's gross. Watch it, yeah, no, no. or don't. Like it's grim. <laughs> um, yeah, viewer discretion be warned, but it's just, yeah, yeah. So that's all the results. Lots of high-scoring games, some surprises. It's it's cool. Um, just the last couple of things. Uh, I know this is an NFL podcast, but the XFL and USFL uh, look like they're going to be merging into. Well, don't don't have any other details other than that. But that's only a good thing for the development of mm. um, grassroots football. I don't know what they call it. They call the lower <laughs> league or whatever in um, America, but. Um, yeah, that's that's cool. Um, more so for us as UK fans, I'm hoping. So the XFL is really difficult to watch in the UK. Um, I think unless you subscribe to like ESPN Plus, which may I can't remember, but 
if anything, if we can get more football on our TV to watch in yep. like the spring, springtime football, then that's great. You know, um, that's what I'm hoping for from that, which is cool. Hundred um, percent reduces the uh, reduces the time between seasons, which is really good. Yeah. Um, and then the very last thing, so the NFLPA's executive director, Lloyd Howe, has called for NFL stadiums to have natural grass. So this is obviously on the back of various injuries on different playing fields, different surfaces, um, and the players saying that they want to play on grass instead of turf mm. or yeah. artificial. So, yeah, that's they're calling for that and in the grand scheme of things i think someone priced out of that it would cost the league like 15 mil and for a league that's worth in the billions it's pennies but yeah yeah it's literally dropping the bucket yeah for something that's going to keep the the players happier healthier um you're going to have so much less injuries i mean things are still going to happen um aaron Rodgers probably still would have torn his achilles but um but it's like the, the I think I can't remember who it was now. Someone was saying it's like the aches and stuff afterwards. Like you feel so much more beaten up after playing on turf than you do on grass. Mm. So, but yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there and are it's like risk mitigation involved. and yeah. such. So, yeah, that's around the lead. That's the results. Um, we don't need to, I think, anything that was worth talking about, we've talked about. But is there anything that yeah. either of you boys want to add? I've um, I've got one which is a bit of a sad note. I don't know if you two have seen it. So... Uh, and this is probably one to watch in terms of what happens with stadiums and fan control. So at the... Oh, I pa- do know what you're saying. Dolphins-Patriots, yeah. yeah. At the Patriots-Dolphins game, um, there was an altercation in the stadium and a Dolphins fan has punched a Patriots fan who has then collapsed and hit his head on the concrete. Uh, and unfortunately, he has not regained consciousness, which is horrific to say. You know, he went to football with his son, and he hasn't returned home from yeah. a football game, which is really sad. So obviously, yeah, thoughts and prayers are obviously with his family and everything tonight. That's not nice at all. You know, we are going to games in a couple of weeks' time and you just you, you want to return home. You, you, you don't expect that sort of thing. So no, I wouldn't be surprised if um, America and the NFL start maybe segregating fans because obviously at the minute you can... You can mix when you look through the stadium you see mixed fans and, and loads of different jerseys but yeah will there come a time where there is a home and away support will they keep them separated and everything else because there, there are fights constantly and mm. you'll get one in every every handful where there is a fatality and and again it, it's happened again uh, it was it was one punch there's a video of the fan running away but uh, you know, I hope yeah. they catch him. I hope he gets what's coming to him because it's disgusting. Um, yeah, that's it. It's a game of football at the end of the day. Just enjoy yeah, it. But that's it. It's sport. It should be. It should be something fun to go and watch. You should, I don't think anyone should no. get that wound up. Yeah, you you can compete. You can, you know, give each other uh, friendly banter and stuff like that. But yeah. once it crosses over into violence and yeah, ultimately, yeah, this time someone's lost their life. It's it's ridiculous and people really need to look at what they're doing with yeah. themselves and obviously nfl is all about the trash talk your fans are going to trash talk your players are going to trash talk and whatever else if you can't handle it then don't don't support your fucking team it's just yeah or stay at home and watch it don't don't be a prick but yeah that's it yeah two two lives lost that guy's lost his life from hitting his head and that guy's lost his life because he's going to prison so there we go 
Dan, did you have anything from around the league? <laughs> uh, nope, I don't think so. Um, I have I have some stats. Um, please, please hit me with your stats. Cool. So we have the usual four. Um, section you've got passing yard leaders, rushing yard leaders, receiving yard leaders, and nut sacks. So <laughs> the top people in passing yards this week, Tua is uh, still at the top um, with 715 passing yards, um, which I think last week he was he was smashing it. It was like 150, nearly 200 above anyone else. But uh, Kirk Cousins has snuck back up, so he's currently at 708. So it's literally seven yards between them. Um, mm. So that's decent. Um, you've also got Matthew Stafford in at third with 641. CJ Stroud, funnily enough, with 626 passing yards at fourth. And Jared Goff in fifth place with 576. So they nice. are the current passing yard leaders. I still think two is going to be at the top of this for a while. But mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins has snuck right up there because he had a really good game this week. I know they didn't win, yeah. but he did really well. I saw um, there's some mad stat where it's something like Kirk Cousins is on a projected route for something like five and a half thousand passing yards. Justin Jefferson is on route for um, something like two and a half thousand receiving yards, mm-hmm. and they're zero and two. Like yeah. it's 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 yeah. mad. I know it's crazy. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We have to keep an eye on it and see what happens. It'll be interesting to see. I think uh, the Vikings will start turning stuff around now. I think they're going to have a couple wins. Yeah, it should do. Um, who else have we got? Rushing yard leaders. So, again, same as last week. Christian McCaffrey's in the lead with 268 yards, which is way above anyone else. Um, in second place, we've got B. Jan Robinson um, with 180 yards for Atlanta. You've got DeAndre Swift for Philly with 178, so only two behind B. Jan. Got Nick Chubb. Unfortunately, this is going to drop off as the weeks go on with 170. Um, and then James Cook for Buffalo with 169. Nice. So nice to see him on there. Yeah, I was going to say, it must leaders. be nice for you as a Buffalo fan to have a rushing leader. Yes, it is only two weeks in, but um, the running game was not really... It was there, but not to the same extent. So that's nice for you. Yeah, it is. Nice little adage. So they be the rushing yards. Receiving yards, again, I think he was here last week. Justin Jefferson's in the lead with 309. Justin Jefferson. Um, <laughs> Puka Nakuka. Am I saying that? Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua. For the Rams, he's got 266. So he's sped right up. Um, Tyreek Hill's got 255 for Miami. Mike Evans for the Bucks has got 237. And Nico Collins for Houston has 226. So nice. this week's receiving yard leaders. And then last but not least, sack leaders. We've got, uh, I'm assuming you say it Daniel, unless his name is Daniel. Daniel Hunter for the Vikings has got four sacks. Um, you've got TJ Watt for Steelers with four. And then in joint third place, you've got Dennis Gardeck and Mika Parsons for the Cardinals and the Cowboys respectively with three. And, oh, also in joint third is uh, Montez Sweat for the Commanders also with three sacks. I thought it'd be more than this by now. I know we're only two weeks in, but I kind of thought... Yeah, but they're just shared across, aren't they? So, yeah. Yeah. 
I'm surprised um, Nick Bosa's not in this list anywhere. There was um, he looked tired at some points. I think um, against the Rams, so I think they need to just keep an eye on him and see how they do. Really, make sure he's getting enough sleep. Also, another thing, actually, funny enough for Senek Bosa, there is another Bosa in the league that plays for the Chargers because they kept saying his name. I was like, what Nick Bosa? They are brothers. Yes. No way. There's two yes. Bosas in the league. Joey? Joe, Joey Bosa. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. People have go. relatives. Learn something new, Dan. They <laughs> <We> do. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, who was it? Someone on our oh, Justice Hill. Um, his brother plays for the Bengals, doesn't he? But I can't remember his brother's name. But they both played. Probably something Hill. Silent Hill. Probably. (laughs) Um, Freedom Hill. (laughs) (laughs) Big Green. Um, Big Green Hill. Anyway, yeah. We're going off topic. We are. Um, Yeah, so other than that, that's uh, all I got left. Was there anything else you guys wanted to mention? Well, I've got my rookies, if you're happy to hear about how they've done this week. Aye, aye, Captain. Awesome. So as mentioned before, we're going to be looking at the rookies which are taken in the first round of the most recent draft. And we predominantly look at the attack. Just because it's... I don't know. It's more fun. And because I made the rules. So there we go. We So we'll start off with Bryce Young. Obviously, he is uh, first overall. So this week, he managed to pick up a 57.2. Uh, as Adam mentioned, they had, from the sounds of it, obviously, I haven't seen the, the highlights myself, but he had a bit of a torrid time. And he's just not managing to pull the strings properly. So let's hope he can get it together because the other two rookies are managing to do a bit better than him. So CJ Stroud at Texans is 65.7. Anthony Richardson of the Colts is uh, 73.2. So again, that could probably have been much, much higher if he was able to stay on the field. Again, it was a concussion. He, yeah, he he couldn't really help that, to be honest. Bijan Robinson Managing 88.2. He is doing very, very well for himself. Peter Skronsky is not applicable. He was ill, as Adam mentioned. He had a appendectomy. Jamal Gibbs, 56.0. He's doing very well for the Lions. Lucas Van Ness, he is the kind of the only defensive player I've put in because he's just cool. Uh, 71.6. He's just cool. Chris, yeah. Oh, tell a lie, I've put a second defensive player in here, Christian Gonzalez, purely because he had a mad one. Uh, Christian Gonzalez is a cornerback for New England. He managed a 90.9, and the reason for that is his main opponent this weekend was Tyreek Hill. So he he's the main sole reason why Hill had a very quiet week two compared to week one, was because of this rookie. You know, he did very, very well covering him and guarding him, so fair play nice. to him for that. Yeah. Uh, and he, I don't know if you two remember, he is notable for, he had the Columbia flag sewn into his jacket at the draft. I do not remember. No? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, 
Jackson Smith and Juba, 57.5. Quentin Johnson of the Chargers, 54.3. Zay Flowers, as Dan mentioned, biggest play of the day with 52 yards. He picked up a 70.6. Jordan Addison of Vikings, 65.2. And then rounded it off with... Yeah, Jordan Addison does look very good. As an understudy to uh, Justin Jefferson. He looks very, very good and looks like he could do well. So, yeah, 65, 65.2 for Addison. And then topping it off with Dalton Kincaid, he is yet to find the end zone, but he's doing very well. Nine uh, nine receptions for 69 yards over two games. It's only going to get better purely because the defences we've been playing against have been sitting deeper, meaning Allen has to throw the ball closer. So, yeah. It's uh, all well and good, and I've just realised I didn't actually put his uh, thing down. I I put the uh, the note, didn't say what he got. He managed we'll never to. Know. No, no, we will know. We will. Oh, okay. He's he's my boy. Uh, Dalton Kincaid managed to pick up a sixty point one. There we go. So could be better. I think he's got a lot more to do. So sixty point one for Dalton Kincaid. Perfect. So he did look good this week, actually. Yeah, I think he's more of an all round package. He can block, he can do everything else. I love him. I think he's brilliant. I'm looking forward to seeing him in London. <laughs> we yeah. get it, you're a Bills fan. Ah, oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> But no, he does. He does look good. I, I, I yeah. can't remember who it was that was going for him, but he, he did like a massive block and just like shrugged them off like they were nothing. I was like, ooh, ooh, okay. Yeah. How does he do in fantasy? So, it's yeah, good. Segway, segway, segway. Segway. <laughs> do, 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 do. As mentioned, we are in a fantasy league between uh, the three of us and nine others. So it's a 12-man group. A little bit more difficult this year. Um, as you segued it, Adam, and you are reigning champion, take it away, because you're coming off the back of a dub last week. And I got the dub this week as well. Yeah, so, I mean, I've got Christian McCaffrey, so I'm going to get consistent points there. He wasn't my highest performer this week, though. So he had 22.5, but... The big result for me was Keenan Allen with 31.10. Damn. It's... I I do... I like that, obviously, players can score massive points and still be on a losing team, but help your team in that sense. But, yeah, I made some uh, shrewd pickups recently. So I picked up Hunter Henry off of waivers last week for New England Mm -hmm. Patriots as tight end. He picked up 17.2 which for a tight end I'm well happy with. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's decent. More than I... his projected points as well. Yeah. Yeah. And really I picked good. up Josh Reynolds for the Lions at the same time and he picked up he got me twenty three point six. Um I also got Jake Moody, the kicker for San Fran, and he got me fourteen points, which for a kicker is also, also really pretty good. good. Um mm. So, yeah, I'm happy with my fantasy. Obviously, I won again. I've got 181 points altogether. Um, yeah, I've got I've got people in there that have done all right. Um, fortunately, so Packers defense let me down. I only got three points, but I 
fortunately, with the players that I decided to start or bench, I just made the right calls. Um, I know sometimes you can get players on your bench that have got like a stupid amount of points. Um, I did have Mostert for Miami Dolphins on the bench who got 25.7 points, but mm-hmm. because of my other running backs, that didn't really matter too much. Um, I yeah. My opposition came in with 136 points, so I won quite comfortably. It wasn't a close one. Um yeah, I just I've been quite lucky. I've not picked up any major injuries. As I said, it's quite hard with the pickups in a twelve man league, um, because you're you're competing with eleven other people on the waiver wire, um, mm-hmm. but you also tr- want to try and predict who may have a good week and who may not with what you've got. Mm-hmm. So it's all going to plan yeah. for now. I'm happy with my team. I've come out of the week with no questionables or injuries to any of my starters. So. Yeah, um, unfortunately, I'm a victim of my success, and I'm number 12 on the waiver wire again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just have to see what's left or if, if anyone drops anyone that I like the look of. But mm-hmm. um, that's that was my week. How cool. was it for uh, you, Adam? Uh, so coming off the back of last week, I had an abysmal... Abysmal? Abysmal. It was so bad, I can't even say it. <laughs> abysmal performance so last week I picked up 82.14 points this week I managed 131.56 beating my opponent by 3 points I picked up the dub <laughs> oh thanks yeah I'll do it for you boys and then nothing for me like it's just woo <laughs> <laughs> Jesus headphone warning <laughs> no it, it it went well um I had some players who overachieved. I had some players who underachieved. And then I think, thankfully, um, I was hitting there or thereabouts with my projected. So I've obviously got Josh Allen as my QB. He picked up 23.66. Literally just a little bit over his projected, which is good. Najee Harris has let me down. I think I'm going to have to get boot of him. He's not doing very well. Uh, ETN this week didn't do very well, um, 6.2, but obviously last week he managed a 21.4, so hit and miss. We've mentioned him already, um, Pakunakua, <laughs> I can't even say it myself. Um, I've got Cooper Cup on IR, so I was like, I need to get this this rookie. He's doing very well week one. Let's hope he can bring it in to, to week two. And he did. He had two calorie two carries for four yards he had 15 receptions for 147 yards picked up 30.10 so that is massive my biggest point scorer of the weekend managed to get uh, 13.6 points out of darren waller james cook boosted me up with 19.9 as i mentioned he ran very well and very hard shaheed managed to get me uh, 10.3 young who ku was a very prolific kicker i think he only missed one extra point so he managed 12 points for me uh, and patriots d let me down just under projected with five points yeah which is good my bench looking at it there's no one there i could have maybe put in who would have done any better i think maybe antonio gibson on 8.3 would have done a little bit better than naji but I did well. I think I was the most efficient manager this week, so I managed to get the most points out of my team from the projected. And I'm yep. happy with the win. It was only a three-point win, but 
a win is a win. I go again, and I am fourth in the waivers, so I can have a bit of a better pick than you. Um, as mentioned, there's some players there like Jerome Ford, uh, Jaden Reed. There's quite a few players who have overachieved in week two, so hopefully they can take it forward uh, and go from there. Just I did before have a... we move on to Dan or your next bit, as, as you've mentioned mm-hmm. him, annoyingly, I had Jerome Ford, but I dropped him because yeah. obviously Nick Chubb was not just RB1, he was RB1, 2, 3 for yeah. them. Um, yeah, yeah. So, unfortunately, I've, I'm going to have missed the boat on that if I just held on to him for another week. But, yeah, he'll be a good pickup for someone. But what were you going to say? Sorry. That's fine. I was going to say that um, we have had some trades today, and the person I've traded with is Dan. So I'll speak about mm-hmm. the trades in a minute. Dan, tell me about your team. Segway, cool. segway, segway. <laughs> <laughs> so I... I won my week against my opponent. Um, three out of three dubs, baby. Yeah, so two and oh, so it's not bad. Um, I got 114.10, and my opponent got 106.94. So it wasn't a massive win. I think I've also got the lowest scoring win out of everybody in our league this week as well. So, whereas I was second last week. Right. Win's a win. Adam, so, but a win's a win. Um, Justin Herbert come in pretty much on predicted, like projected score. So he is my quarterback, so he did all right. Um, and then it gets sad. So I had Nick Chubb as my second round pick um, in the whole of the draft. And, and now you uh, are Chubbless. Now I'm Chubbless. <laughs> um, obviously, because of the injury, I had him protected for 15.37. He got 6.4. So at least he got some points, bless him, before he got taken out. But, um, oh, bless him. Bless him. Same as... <laughs> Jamal Williams um, is also questionable. I think he's got a hamstring injury. He's going to get 12.10, and I've got 2.9. So I think I'm going to have to drop Williams. So I'm struggling for running back. And even before this happened, I was looking at running back options because I need stronger running back situations. Mm-hmm. And now I'm desperate. Um, Stefan Diggs got me 13.6. Um, Zay Flowers got me 10.8. So Zay's been a solid choice for me so far. Um, I know it's not in like the 20s or 30s, but he's consistent. I think he got 10 something last week, 11 points. So I'm going to keep mm-hmm. him in. I've got Hawkinson. Um, got me 25.6. So more than double what projected. So that's really good. Um, and then I've got Cortland Sutton, who got me 11.6. Darnell Mooney for the Bears, who got me nothing. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> zero points. So he's getting chopped. Uh, Tucker got me 10 points um, for my kicker and then Eagles defense pulled in 11 points for me as well so it's not too bad my bench is pretty bare bones I got some players off of the waiver wire last week as well I can't remember who I swapped them for but I think I've got uh, I ended up with um, oh what's his name bear with me I can never remember the first name it is Peoples Jones for Cleveland Don- Donovan, Donovan Peoples Jones um, I picked him up. I've got Chig, a uh, Conquo, the tight end as well. Um, mm-hmm. I picked him up. Can't remember who I got rid of though. I think Dawson Knox. I think I had, um, but I've dropped him, which I shouldn't have done because he did really well this week. Uh, got a touchdown as well. But um, yeah, so my team isn't great anymore. Um, we have since, like I said, we've made trades. Mm-hmm. So I am no longer in possession of Stefan Dix. He has gone no. to you. And 
who did I get in Scam. return? I got, <laughs> I got uh, Travis uh, Etienne. Yep. I got, who else did I get? I got Rashid Bateman. Rashad Bateman. And that was it, I think. Those yeah, two, two, digs, two for it? one. Yeah. So it covers yeah. the, the running back option, um, which I'm in need of. And then also having Bateman come in covers the receiver that I've just lost. So I think that's a fair fair shout. So you, hopefully Diggs breaks his elbow next week and then <laughs> I'm all right. No, Etienne's good. He as I said yeah. he didn't have a good week, but the Jags didn't have a good week. So no, no. they will exactly. come back and And we were talking about this like personally earlier, weren't we? With uh, Etienne, he, he he was our go to for if we'd like put a like a touchdown score a bet on. He'd yeah. normally yeah. pull in he for was us. Reliable. Same like Justin Fields would normally come in and get a touchdown for us. Somehow. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've just got to wait for him to kind of wake up and have a good game. So they've got Texans next week. So hopefully, all being well, we'll get some points out of him because it's yeah, the you'd like him to push through to do it. Um, yeah. Yes, on but that wasn't bench, your only trade, was it, Dan? It wasn't. No, I got uh, blindsided by the other Adam who put the trade <laughs> in for blindsided. some other people that I wasn't even <laughs> expecting. Nothing to do with what I need. Um, so I have Kirk Cousins as my second quarterback, who's actually got more points than Justin Herbert this week. Pulled in with 28.58, uh, 5.6. So I think it's handy to have the second quarterback. But I think in my situation, I'm pretty safe with Justin Herbert. And I can just chuck him Yeah, you'll get consistency with Herbert. So I don't really need Kirk Cousins. So he's kind of like a, having a, an expensive poker chip that I can cash in for some other stuff. And that's what mm-hmm. I've done in this situation. Um, I actually can't remember who we got for Kirk Cousins. Yeah, so I saw your running back need, and obviously I I wanted a different quarterback. Yeah, I had Trevor Lawrence and uh, Jordan Love. Um, I sent you a trade offer of Trevor Lawrence for Kirk Cousins yep. alongside P. Ryan and Luke Musgrave, tight end. Um, who I dropped straight away. <laughs> Who you dropped straight away. So <laughs> Because I had too many people. Yeah, it was to offer you a little bit of an option on yep. P-Ryan's hit or miss. He will give you some good weeks. He will have some other weeks like this week where he only got five yep. points something. So um, as you said, it was for your backup QB. It did me a solid because I wanted to improve my QB. Because I think Jordan exactly. loves good, but in terms of fantasy scoring, he's yep. just been good. Whereas I think Kirk Cousins could be better than that. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which is fine. Again, so I've, I've you've you've helped me in because I wasn't expecting to be completely fucked in the the running back game this early on, especially not losing Nick Chubb in week two. So I've kind of just made the best that I can with the situation, I suppose. I mean, again, I think next year I will know way more detail of who's going to be good, who's not going to be good, who's mm-hmm. that's a silly offer for a trade, that kind of thing. Whereas this is still quite new to me. So, but I think I haven't been. And so we got away with it. I'm quite okay. <laughs> Other Sneaky. people might not agree, but um, if I find no, out, but that it's, it's the done, needs. I'm not your friends anymore. No, no, it's the needs of your team as well, though. So, like your running back <laughs> needs were bigger. Yeah. Than you've got other receivers who are not as good as Diggs, but cover you more than. Yeah. Exactly. Your loss in running back. Um, so yeah. I think ETM for Diggs with a receiver alongside is a fair yeah. trade. ETN's probably going to smash it now, week on week. He will. In a roundabout way, what I wanted to do with, I think I said it when we did our draft episode, 
I was initially going to go for Stefan Diggs and I should have done it. I should have gone for um, Josh Allen. So then mm-hmm. I've got the main quarterback, main wide receiver combo because they will both give each other points. So yeah. I kind of have that, but with the running back. So if I've got Trevor Lawrence in for starting quarterback next week, which I do, and then I've got ASN, um, hopefully those two combined should give me some decent point combos. Yeah, because yeah, he, he receives the is... ball as well. He, he does receive the ball, but the only downside is if Trevor Lawrence is handing the ball off to ETN, which he usually would be, oh, I suppose, yeah, um, you don't get the, the QB doesn't yards. get... No. So, obviously, where Allen and Diggs, you know, Allen will throw the ball to Diggs, so not only will I get the points for Allen throwing it, I'll also get the reception for Diggs. So, it's a scam. Um, <laughs> it's a trap. Um, no, you, you'll, nice. you'll get points. Yeah. Yeah. You will. That's cool. Yeah. I think it's, but, it's all fair. The season you is have nine. some waivers in as well, I believe. I do. Shall we talk um, waivers? Or do we not want to talk waivers? Because then. I don't want to yet. talk waivers because <laughs> I don't want you to put in. Because you could go in now for the people that I'm trying to get to block me because I am number 10 in the waivers list. So well, okay, number I'm, four. I'm number yeah, four, and I don't, do think, I don't think I'm going to get anyone I want at number four. So I'm more than happy to have a chat about um, I'm going to put in for him, and if I get him, I get him. Yeah, I mean, we I've put in no? for uh, Jerome Ford. I know that I won't get him, but just <laughs> on the off chance that... 11 misclicks. Uh, yeah, basically. Um, I've, I've just put in for him, because at, at the end of the day, I'm not like... I don't have a massive need on the wave wire because of my starting team. So I'm looking more at bench options. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm not going to get forward, but yeah, as I said, on the off chance, um, there are some other players. So not ones that I've necessarily gone in for, but that I've just mentioned, I think in different chats that we've had, obviously tank Dell had a great week for the Texans. So he's a promising looking rookie. I think he'll be favorable to a lot of people on, mm-hmm. on the waiver wire. Um you've also got with Saquon Barkley picking up an injury. Um yeah, not, isn't looking as bad as it could be, but for anyone who's in a pinch for running backs, there is Matt Breeder for the Giants. So mm-hmm. I think he will potentially be picked up by someone if they have a need for a running back. Um, yeah. Again, they they may not, but he's one that's out there. Um, then there was some others, but I don't think there. No, there's it, because we're in a twelve man league. It then gets really thin on the ground with people that are interesting um, or might be worth picking up. And it's for me when I'm looking, I'm looking at more of the rookies. Um, so Packers, Jaden Reed had a really good week. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously yep. came in as a rookie, so wasn't particularly drafted by anyone, but that could put him up for a waiver. Um, speaking of the Texans as well, obviously I've mentioned Tank Dell, but Bobby Trees as a flex option is looking quite consistent in Houston with 11.7, 13.4. So I think he's a potential for bench slash flex option for people um mm-hmm. again i'm not really going in for any of these but these are just 
if I was looking, that's probably what I'm looking at. But Dan doesn't want to give his strategy away. But what are you? What are your thoughts <laughs> on the waiver wire, um, Adam? Yeah. So I'm. Uh, I'm going to try and put in for what I can, and if I get him brilliant, then you know, it, it is what it is. Um, I do like the look of Jerome Ford. If I could get him, then that is that's a huge bonus. Um, I really don't think I'm going to get him even at four. So, up, you know, looking at the the trend of people getting him on sleeper, five million people have gone for him. So, it just shows the projection of, you know, how popular he's going to be. Um, Matt Breeder, not going to lie, didn't really look into him. Um, I don't know. I don't trust Giants to be fair. And Matt Breeder seems to have been around for quite some time. So um I don't I don't know. Um who else is available in our league at the minute? Tony Jones. Um Yeah, God, Tony Jones maybe... is a potential is that Denver or No, Tony Jones so he's in his picture it's oh. Denver. He's um yeah, New Orleans yeah, Saints. What made me think of. Yeah, because yeah, Jamal that. Williams has picked up this um Hamstring, is it? Um, yeah, it's a hamstring injury. Um, the only problem is, obviously, week three is the final suspension game for Alvin Kamara. So, yeah. And, you know, how many weeks does Jamal Williams need off? So, yes, Tony Jones did very well. I think he picked up one or two. Uh, I was saying some... Yeah, he got a pair of touchdowns. So, fair play to him. He stepped up when it was needed. Could be a potential for... Um, week three maybe week four but we'll have to see um i do really like the look of tank dell i do have him stashed in my taxi in a dynasty league um there is one player who if you look on the list he doesn't actually have a profile picture um and i read about him today and i'm quite intrigued by him so brandon aubrey the kicker for dallas i've got a bit of a a thing here I'm going to read. So Brandon Aubrey was drafted by Notre Dame to play for Toronto FC in MLS in 2017. He oh, got released. Yeah, they spoke about it. Yeah, highlights. He got released from there one after one season and failed to stick in the USL. He'd been watching an NFL game and his wife, with his wife, and she told him you could do that after watching the kickers. So he began practicing on his own, and now in 2023 he's starting tonight. So last night for one of the most valuable football teams as an, in America as their kicker. His MLS salary in 2017 was £65,000. Uh, the NFL minimum salary in 2023 is $750,000. And he... Life-changing kicked, stuff. He kicked 18 points last night. So <clears throat> that's incredible. Fair play to him. I love little stories like that where yeah, yeah. he's come out of the blue. You know, he's... He's 28 years old, and this is his first NFL season. Like, fair fucking there's, play to you, Just because it reminds me, I'm sure there's a college one, isn't there? I don't know if you've seen this, where someone was at the college, never made yes. the team or didn't do something, then he's gone away, had a wife, had kids, and now he's come back as, like, a an older student, and he's he now is, he's finally like 30... made the team as a 35-year-old, yeah, I think. Yeah, he's a 35-year-old kicker. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. It's just, I love, I love yeah, little stories cool. like that. Yeah, but um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm going to put in for a load. Whoever I get, great. If I don't, I'm still happy with my team. Um, of course, I'm fourth, so I'm bound to get at least one of them. Um, yeah, it just depends. Do. 
depends who I think I want to go for, but yeah. we shall see. Right, well, I think that's us. Um, Dan I think that is, didn't yes. want to discuss his strategies so much so that he just decided to dip. <laughs> <laughs> Dan has had his internet implode on him, so we will catch him at the end of week three. But uh, yeah, it's it's been a pleasure as always. This has been good fun, uh, good to chat, and nice to have a bit of a fancy element in with it as well. Yeah, let's hope that um, there's a few more surprises next week, but that don't involve our teams <laughs> and it just keeps entertaining us. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to chatting about it again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and for those listening, we are at the London Games in just under two weeks time so we will try and get some special content we now have social so we have an instagram page and we're working on a few others we will try and get some uh, video clips and some um, maybe live game feed of a couple of clips or something i don't know we'll work something out and we'll try and try and get that shared to you um let us know your thoughts what you'd like to see let us know if you're there let us know if you're there. Yeah, it'd be good to meet some people. If you're listening and you you want to meet us there, that would be great. Anything else right. from you, Adam? No, nothing from me. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Thank you for a, a good week, a good chat, and here's to week three. Yep. See you later. See you later. Go, Bills. <laughs>